Welcome again, guys, to Midnight Coffee, the daily podcast where I comment the most important events of the day related to sports. This is season one, episode two, and I'm really glad to welcome you to this new podcast. And today I'm going to be commenting about the fantastic events of the Europa League semifinals, which happened yesterday, Thursday night, for European people, Thursday afternoon for America, and the rest of the world, I really don't know. Uh, so we had two amazing semifinals, Valencia and Arsenal, and Chelsea against Frankfurt. We could argue these are the fourth best teams in the Europa League, and I would be even more reckless to say that Arsenal and Chelsea were both favorites for these games. And since the start of the Europa League, they've been the absolute contenders to this trophy. Arsenal, they they wanted. They have not been in the Champions League now. They were consistently fourth. And people always make fun of Arsenal because they were fourth, fourth, fourth. And now they started to go down, which was not the point of the mockery. But Arsenal really wants this trophy because they really need to win a major thing. Not an FA Cup, not a Carling Cup, a Carabao Cup. They deserve a European trophy and they want it. They have a coach that has won it. It's tired of winning it with Sevilla. And Arsenal looked so impressive. On the first day, so many people were saying that Valencia was going to roll over their heads. They didn't. They scored the first goal and then Arsenal just dominated the game and won 3-1 at home. That's okay. It's not a terrible result if you're Valencia. That means you have to win 2-0 at home. It's not impossible. We've seen this week much more difficult things like the ones Liverpool and Spurs pulled out. Um, but Arsenal just looked so dominant on that on that bracket. It didn't look like Valencia was going to win sometime soon. And they just won 4-2 away. And it's fantastic because it's a 7-3 overall. They won so, so firmly. And they were the first qualified to the Europa League. Aubameyang and Lacazette are just working wonders for Arsenal attack. And overall, I would say their only weak point is their defense. It has been for a long time. They, they scored three goals against Valencia. They got scored three goals, uh, sorry, by Valencia. And that's quite not that good. I mean, you scored seven, which is great. If you always score more than your opponent, it's still good. But Arsenal have to watch that coming to the final because their right side of the defense was really weak. And they have to pay attention to that. Um, there's not too much to say about this semifinal. Valencia looked with some bright spots. Gamero was good. Rodrigo was good. It looked like Dani Parejo could create chances for them to score. But in the end, just Arsenal attack was demolishing and it just demolished Valencia in both games. If you receive seven goals in a semifinal, it's quite complicated to come back from that. So let's move on to the main event. For me, it was the main event. I'm a Chelsea fan, but I think this was the most attractive game. Why? Because in Germany, last week, the game was 1-1 with a Jovic goal and a Pedro goal. It was a really close game. You could say Chelsea was the best team in the end of the game. Maybe they could have scored one or two more goals, but they didn't. Um, so it's fine. I mean... It was a good, I think the, the tie in the end was just good for both teams. If you consider Frankfurt didn't have 
Rebic and Haller. It was good for them. The tie was good for them. Now, I thought there was going to be like a big impact of the 6-1 loss against Leverkusen on Sunday. It was a terrible loss, to be honest. And I think it was just because their heads were in another place. They were already thinking about the semifinal. And now we have to see what's going on with them. And this game, Chelsea was the favorite. They were going to play at home. Uh, Stamford Bridge, it's a place where Chelsea are comfortable more than away. Uh, if you don't know, Chelsea didn't win against anyone of the top six away. So didn't win at Old Trafford, didn't win at Etihad, didn't win at Anfield, didn't win at the new Spurs Stadium, and didn't win at the Emirates, which is kind of bad because the, the loss against City was terrible. The loss against Arsenal was kind of demolishing too. It was a it, it was really well established to zero. And Chelsea, for some hint, for some people, they are having a terrible season. For me, I don't think so. I mean, the season hasn't been superb, especially, I think, the, the big losses made it worse. Because if you evaluate Chelsea's season overall, it hasn't been that bad. They made a cup final, they are they secured Champions League already, and they're in a Europa League final. So they could have the first trophy of the year, their only one, and the first trophy of Sarri's career. Overall, I don't know what to believe about this team. It's going to depend what we see next year of the transfer ban and what CAS decides in the end. But talking about this semifinal, the game was super fun. And as a fan, it was maybe more of a heart attack kind of game. Uh, the first the first, yeah, the first part of the game, the first four to five minutes, were all Chelsea. I mean, they Frankfurt had some close encounters to the goal, especially Da Costa. Uh, with an amazing save by Kepa. Yeah, they were close. But Chelsea was dominant on the first half. Jorginho was really good. Hazard with some sparks of brightness. Uh, he really was kind of off today, uh, which maybe if he was on, the game would have been less uh, close for any of the teams. But Giroud wasn't good at all. William was meh, as always. Pedro was terrible. And overall, the first half was Chelsea dominant. They could have scored maybe another one. And the second half was just terrible for them. Frankfurt dominated them since the beginning of the game. The goal was absurd. Just Christensen and David Luiz just... It's like their brains went off. Especially David Luiz. That he was marking Jovic. And Jovic just went like if it was his house. It was a weird goal. Both of the centre-backs were so up. And at the end, it, it didn't really matter. Jovic scored, scored a chance um, with a funny gesture from Rebic, who already was kind of celebrating before Jovic kicked the ball because he knew Jovic was going to score. Uh, the second half, it was the same that the first for Chelsea, maybe a bit more dominant. Chelsea played really bad. The changes didn't work out. Christensen got out injured. Uh, kind of weird. Some people were complaining that Cahill didn't come on and Sapa Costa came on instead of uh, Cahill to replace Christensen and Aspilicueta moved to the centre-back. For me, this is not surprising. It's true that Sapa Costa is not the best player in the Chelsea substitutions. Neither is Cahill. Cahill didn't play more than 50 minutes or 45 minutes this season. And 
Sapa Costa at the beginning he was really involved with the team. It looks like in the end he was really not counting for Sari. And Aspilicueta played mostly of the games. Um, but overall, I have to say that the, the substitution worked for Sari. Uh, Cahill, I don't know if, if you should risk it in that moment. Maybe if you wanted more physicality, if you were going to miss that, you have to put Cahill on. But the change of Sapacosta worked for the extra time. Chelsea was attacking a lot more. The crosses were better. He was really close to a goal because of a rebound in the floor. It was it was so close. I think Sapacosta was a good change, much better than Cahill. And Ruben Loftus-Cheek, Twitter, and every Chelsea fan was really reactionary about this substitution. It was clear in the game that Ruben Loftus-Cheek had something going on with him and it it looked like Sarri didn't want to take him off then they were chatting after the substitution people booed the substitution which for me it was kind of weird I mean you could look at Ruben Loftus-Cheek for the last 15-10 minutes before he was subbed off he wasn't really playing and he couldn't really get involved in the game and Barkley came on good I mean I'm one of the biggest criticizers of uh, Barkley but he was good today I mean he wasn't superb but he was involved and he was passing forwards. He tried to make some things going on, shoot, maybe it would happen a goal, uh, like storage against Chelsea in the early season. Um, but overall, it was the changes were for the better. We love to shake and Barkley came in to just give it fresh legs to the team. Uh, the, this game went to extra time with another 1-1 courtesy of Jovic goal, as we talked, and Ruben Loftus-Cheek with a fantastic assist by Hazard. And then the 30 minutes were mostly Frankfurt, the first 15 and the next 15 for Chelsea. I think Frankfurt was really tired already. And when Haller came on, it really changed the, the face of Frankfurt. It was a fantastic substitution. Two goals really close for Haller. He could have scored those two. One saved by, by David Luiz, sorry and the other one by Sapa Costa. Uh, it was really close. Chelsea could have lost 3-1 in that extra time. Uh, but that's how football works. Then they went all the way to penalties, and the hero there was Kepa. Uh, Kepa saved two shots, one fantastic from Integer, which went in the center, almost goes through his legs. But in the end, he saved it with his knee. A fantastic save. And the other one saved to Pacienza. So... Chelsea, it's on to the final. It's another final, which is another topic I wanted to talk about. Two European finals this season are going to be played by two English teams. So the winner of the UEFA Super Cup is going to be English. Absolute dominance by England in these European competitions. Manchester United even took out PSG. They were not in their best season, I admit it. That's why they went out against Barcelona quite easily. Um, also by some De Gea mistakes. And Liverpool has been really dominant. City lost because of away goals. Basically, those mistakes from the defense. Really, 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 really difficult for them to come back from that. Spurs didn't look like the brightest team on the competition, but in the end, they pulled it out. And Arsenal and Chelsea, I think they are too good for Europa League, and I have to say it. Normally, English teams are too good for this competition. United won it in the past. Arsenal always makes it through some big stages if they 
appear in this phase when Chelsea are in Europa League. They also go through easily. And I think for, for these teams, it's good when they are in transition seasons, as these two teams, to play Europa League. Because they can rest players. They normally, Chelsea played normally, substitutes Arsenal too sometimes. But Arsenal was closer to the elimination more than Chelsea, like against Rennes and against Battery So, so those two teams, I think they are going to be too good next season for Champions League. Sadly, maybe Arsenal has to play it again. Um, but they are they are getting better. They are assimilating the play styles of their coaches better. And in general, I think these teams are just playing really good football. And we're going to have a fantastic semi-final in Baku. Um, a London final, London Derby in the Europa League and an English an English final, Tottenham Liverpool, it's not a therapy, but it's going to be both a fantastic uh, finals. And I'm really excited to see them all. So let's hope we have good football in there and let's hope English teams keep it up next season because one of the things people criticize about them more it's that they really are not pulling it out in Europe. City especially, it's a team that has spent billions of pounds wanting that trophy and they couldn't even make a final this season. Uh, they were so dominant in England, but they couldn't translate that against Tottenham. Uh, we're going to see what's going to happen with City next year. And we also need to see if they secure the Premier League, because if they lose it, wow, that would that would be really tough for them with one of the best teams, rosters, uh, speaking about the players uh, that we've seen. The team is just so stacked up with talent. And if they just win the Two, even even the two cups are good, but I don't think they're good enough for City. So we're going to keep talking about that maybe in the next episode. But that's all for today. I just wanted to comment briefly on the Europa League uh, semi-finals, how the final is looking. It's looking to be really good. It's going to play the 29th of May, if you don't know. So Wednesday, which is kind of odd day. But I'm on vacation, so fine by me that it's in the middle of the week. Uh, thanks everyone for listening to this. I hope to see you or that you hear me <laughs> in the next podcast. Thank you so much.